Hey, this is Chandler, also known as The Real Techie, and you're listening to The Real Techie Podcast. Okay, so before we actually get into the new games, the news, and all the other things we're going to be talking about in this podcast, or at least this episode today, um, I do want to say that everything that we're talking about in this episode, episode 2, will be available at therealtechie.com slash ep2. So if I talk about some game or just anything in general, everything will be available in the notes, again, at therealtechie.com slash ep2. Okay, so um, we do have some um, news as of just another point that I should take out that um, if you would like to support the Real Techie podcast and therealtechie.com, we have created a Patreon so you can support us as little as a dollar. We have a ton of um, exclusive things that you can get for being it. Um, um, anything from you know getting an early article to getting videos early or even getting this podcast early. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can check us out on patreon.com slash therealtechie. Okay, so we do have some new games here, uh, some pretty exciting ones actually, um, and it's been a bit of a slow week, but though it's also been a pretty great week as well for iOS gaming, so it's kind of funny how that works out. Um, so we'll go ahead and start that Nova Legacy was actually released uh, two days of actually recording this. Um, it's, I'm going to say it in the nicest way possible, it's garbage. <laughs> it It's the worst game that actually has been released um, this week. I know it's supposed to be like a throwback to the original game, uh, but remastered, but it's it's just bad. In every aspect, it's bad. Um, so the first thing is, whenever you actually download it, it's a very small file. Their huge thing was, hey, we got this game down to like nothing, and they did do that. But though with that, um, it has the... Um, feeling of the old game but those still looks great uh it doesn't really look too great i'm playing it on my new ipad the 2018 ipad and on my 7 plus and it just doesn't look good it doesn't and it makes me sad because i love the nova games um but game loft really failed on this one not only does it not look um fantastic a lot of the uh textures and sounds are reused throughout the game which just makes it boring it really really does feel very boring um and not only with that uh the controls are just terrible uh, as soon as you start out uh in the game the sensitivity i mean i love having my games up like the sensitivity sensitivity like maxed out this game literally it um it maxes it out for some reason and you can't change until you get out of the tutorial um which is a mess itself there, and, and playing on iPad, for some reason, it made the sensitivity, like, bonkers, for whatever reason. Um, but besides that, uh, when you actually get into... The story mode is story mode, and there's not much uh, different about that from any of the other Nova games, besides it just being boring. Nova 3, I, I still think, had the best campaign out of them all. Um, and this one just... It, it just wasn't good. Very boring, like I said. The textures were reused, um, and in the story mode, you could still see that. Uh, the AI almost was, like, beyond easy. 
Uh, you could literally, you could just stay in there, they could shoot at you, and you wouldn't lose health. Um, so there was that. The multiplayer is, um, it's okay. There are definitely, definitely games that are, that I would much rather recommend. Th this would be one of the games that's like, if you've played every single FPS game on the iOS store, then go check this one out. It's, it's really that bad. Um, I downloaded it to my devices and deleted it about an hour later. And the only reason I kept it for an hour later was like, okay, something has to change in this game. Nothing did. Um, it doesn't have controller support. Um, it lacks iCloud saves. It lacks really connecting to any social platform besides the I, I, I just Facebook, which I, I don't mind connecting with Facebook, but... um. It doesn't do very well on multiple devices. Um, your username can only be... It's not very long of a username. So, like, if I do their real techie, it doesn't fit. Most games I've ever played at least allows that many characters. But, um, yeah, overall, it, it, it really lacks. Um, I would say if you do love the Nova games, though, um, check it out. It will maybe bring some nostalgia back to you, but... Besides that, it's one of the ones like, hey, look, they made this game, but though it's really not one to be um, just running out there and getting. It is free, though, so it wouldn't hurt to download, um, but it definitely is not one that I kept on my device. Uh, another new game that actually was released and was really awesome is Ava Airborne. This is actually one that um, looked pretty awesome uh, whenever I first heard about it. Um... But yeah, overall, it, it's kind of, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's, you kind of fly um, with a glider, um, and you're this girl, and you fly, and just, you, you kind of, it reminds me a lot of a, um, almost like a simple um, tap game that you would play, a lot like something like Dune, if you played that on iOS, um, or even like Alto's Adventure almost, it reminds me a lot of that, but Without that style, it's very uh, fun and happy. Looks great and is doing really good, actually. It's number 10 on Adventure, and it's free as well. I don't have too much more to talk about that because I haven't actually played it yet. Um, just one of the ones that I sh thought I should point out because it is worth mentioning, uh, none the least. Now, here is a game that is very interesting. Now, I haven't actually played this one either because, like, these games have literally just came out in the time of me recording this. Um, but Never Stop Sneaking. This game looks absolutely amazing, and I will be getting it for sure. Um, now, you may say, well, what makes it so amazing? Uh, everything about it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. You actually, if you visit it on the um, iOS App Store... It, it has that feeling of, like, it's not meant to have amazing graphics. Now, I'm not sure if this was ported over to something else, um, but it is super awesome. It's a, it's a tactical, um, I guess, kind of like arcade action game. I would put it into that. Now, it does have a storyline, um, and it is really, really awesome. The art style reminds me of, like, a... Um, Kind of like a 2005-ish game, somewhere around there, of the actual graphics. Um, but also, like, pixel art um, items and things like that throughout the game. And it has a card system and a shop system, which is cool. 
and you can upgrade your character and I mean it, ju it just looks really really great overall um, the cool thing is which a lot of games actually don't do and there's uh, I'll talk about this again on another game that um, I took about uh, later on but though this game actually supports portrait and landscape mode this is big because there's so many games that I'm like why doesn't this game have it develop uh, to be able to play in portrait mode because a lot of games you know it's just like okay it's in landscape or it's stuck in portrait mode and it's like what if i want to do the opposite on one of them so it never really made sense to me why a lot of games do that uh, i understand if it's like a, a you know an fps first person shooter and it's like okay well you know you have like six controls and you can't do it in portrait i totally understand that but though a game like this, um, it's really, really cool. You can play it in portrait mode. I love that. And landscape, so you get to choose. And I think that that is just a reason to buy it itself. But the, um, it does have a unique, is what they're calling it, um, one-handed one touch control controls. Uh, so a lot like kind of like Super Mario Run. Uh, I'm assuming that's for the portrait mode. Um, and full uh, MFI gamepad support now. I love games that have controller support, and I'm seeing a lot more coming to the App Store with it, um, is because I own three MFI controllers. I love them all. Um, they're about equally the same. I love the HoriPad Ultimate the best. Um, game Vice and Nimbus are there. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of them, but they're there. Um, but it does have support for that, and especially getting a new iPad, it definitely makes... Um, controller support on any game a huge deal and this game has it um i would say this game almost reminds me a lot of like um man i'm trying to think of the the name of the game uh what was it it was it started with space i don't i don't remember what it is i should probably remember what it was space marshals there we go space marshals it was so good it was so good um i i would say it was almost better um than any like 2d up like up looking character almost game three 3d person looking game i don't i don't know how exactly you would say it it's um top top looking third i don't know but the yeah um it never stops sneaking really reminds me a lot of that in a way of space marshals two and one if you've ever played those at least the the actual gameplay look of it um, but yeah, overall, there, there's a lot to the game. It is two ninety uh, two ninety nine, which is not bad. It it works on basically anything, any iOS device that's new, um, which is good. And it is optimized for the iPhone ten. So if you're one of those lucky people that have an iPhone ten, you can go ahead and play it without the worry of it not looking like a game from twenty years ago. Um, but yeah, overall. Uh, the game does look good. It will. It's on my wish list, so I will be getting it uh, eventually. But yeah, doesn't look too bad at all. All right. So there was another game that was released, and man, oh man, I will tell you this: it was one of my favorites, and I actually it was such a favorite that I saw it on the App Store without even looking any more about the game. I was like, all right. I need to have this game. So I actually got it. It's called Pillars of the Earth 1. So I'm assuming there's probably going to be another one. Haven't actually beat it yet. But it is really, really, really good. 
So what it basically does is, or what it is, is it's based off a story by Ken Foltz, um, bestseller book, um, which basically retells a story um, about a village in Kingsbridge, um, which is nice. And apparently they have like a movie and a book, like I said, which are all based off the book. But this act, this game contains all seven chapters of assuming, I guess, the first book. Um, never read the books, so I, I can't tell you that. Um, but yeah, basically the story is, it's 12th century, um, England, in a time of great poverty. The, the town begins construction, and then, like, uh, they think the devil's there, and so you're going around, and then there's a mi missing knight. You gotta go, uh, help find out where he went. Anyways, there's a lot of cool things to it. Um, it, it doesn't have any, like, really cool features, like, um... You know, iCloud save or MFI controllers, but it doesn't need that actually. Uh, I've been playing this mostly on iPad and actually streamed a bit of it on twitch.tv slash Um It's actually not too bad um, at all, actually. On iP I, I like it better on iPad uh, than I do on the phone just because it's a better experience. Um, the, basically, it's like a point and click game where you point and your character goes there, um, and then you point again and go somewhere else. And you can talk with people. It's basically what this game is. Um, it's point and click. It looks really great. The storyline is great. Um, just the beginning, like the intro of the game that you start out with, not even starting chapter one. It, it, it took about like 25 minutes or longer. I actually uploaded the video on the YouTube channel of just a small part of it. I think about eight minutes. And um, for the... $4.99 that it costs on the App Store, totally worth it just for the intro. It is that good. Um, it doesn't have too great of reviews actually coming out from the App Store for whatever reason. It's 3.3 uh, out of 5. Uh, not too sure why it's not getting too great of um, uh, responses. Apparently, from what I'm reading, it's just many glitches. I haven't seen any glitches yet. Um, now, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't beat the game yet, but I have gotten. Um, I would say about an hour or so in, and I haven't experienced any yet, um, but I'm sure they would fix it. This game literally just came out. Um, but yeah, definitely one to go check out at least. Um, if you're not a fan of a slow-paced um, point-and-click game, probably not for you. Um, but yeah, it, it can be... I'll say this. It can be very, very slow at times, and maybe you would want something with a bit more action or more adventure this is this goes hardcore into like you have to pay attention to everything your character and what the characters say or you will get lost um it's one of those type of games i love those games um but that also means that hey you can't play this if you're doing two other things you know what i mean so you gotta look at it that way um but overall it's, it's a great game like i said for 4.99 it is really, really great, um, but yeah, you just kind of have to check it out. I haven't played too much of it on the iPhone, so I can't really say much on that, but the iPad side of things, it plays great. Uh, you hover over, you, you have to hold your finger down and look around and see what's interactive, and then you tap, let's say, a door, you go through the door, you drag items to use them. Uh, overall, it's really meant for touchscreen. But I believe it's like on consoles and um, even Steam. So if that's something you're looking for, 
or you've at least read Pillars of the Earth and you're like, hey, I want to experience it now. You can totally do that. Um, so, yeah. Also, this game has me so excited. This game has me so excited. And it is called Oddmar. Uh, it is in pre-order for right now. Uh, it's $4.99 again. So we're getting a little pricey with these games this, this episode. Um, but it comes out April 19th. Uh, 2018. So the next podcast that we have, it should be around that time. I'll get to tell you guys a little bit more about it. But it is a 2D platformer. Now what makes this game so amazing is, if you've ever played Leo's Fortune, it has a very much style to that. In fact, I think it may even be... I don't think the people that made Leo's Fortune made this. But I would say it was very much inspired. It looks a lot like that. But a bit more cartoony. I would say um, almost more of a Rayman feel. Rayman and like adventures feel to it. It looks really great. Um, and it's definitely one that I, I, I would want to get uh, day one. Because I mean it just it literally looks so good from what I've been seeing. Uh, so it is called Ardmar. It is a um, action adventure platformer is what they're calling it. And it, it's exactly what they say it is. Um, I just read the little brief description. Obviously, you can get more of an idea because me just explaining it won't make too much sense. My my example that I've been telling people is it's like a Mario meets Rayman Adventure meets Cuphead. You know, it does. I'll read the description so it makes a bit more sense um, and briefly do it here. But basically, Admor struggles with life in his village and is not worthy of the place in Valhalla. He is stunned by his fellow vikings and must redeem himself so basically you play as a viking if you didn't know um and one day he's offered an opportunity to prove himself but at a price um so then you're going through the entire adventure action adventure stage um overall it does look good now i do want to say something here though or some good points to mention about this game uh you will need an internet connection to first download the game and then the rest is just offline so it's a one one-time thing, which is great. I love games that that are offline. Um, just so, because a lot of times where I'm going, you know, may not have great signal, or it's just better to have a game that's offline because you can always know you can play it. Um, and Admar has that, and that's what I love, especially games like this. You know, there's some action-adventure games that have nothing to do with online, but still force you to play online. Never understood that. Um, but it does support iCloud game saves. This is, I'm super excited for this because there's a lot of games that still don't take advantage of this. Um, but what this allows you to do is if you have an iCloud account, um, so let's say I'm playing on my phone and I'm like, okay, now it's time to go lay in bed. So I'll just use my iPad, right? Well, it syncs automatically. So whenever I'm at my iPad, I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and resume right back where I'm off or, or off at. Um, and that's actually, uh, that's exciting for sure. Um, because there's not a lot, I mean, there's a good amount of games that use it, but there's not enough games that use it, and, um, to see, to see this game coming out with it is great. It also has my, my favorite feature of all iOS games is controller support. Every game should have controller support and good controller support. Not too sure how this game, how well this game has controller support wise of support for it. Um, but Oddmar does have it, and I would assume it's it, it's good, or at least it's amazing. You know, I would expect it to be perfect controls, 
especially since it's an action platformer and not too sure you, you you can't mess up on controls with that you just can't fps i could see how you could but this game you can't because if one button's not where it's easy to press it's a big mess um but yeah overall it looks great it has uh, some nice features and for 4.99 um it looks like the game is packed full of well, adventure I'm trying to come up with another word but literally it is filled with adventure and um yeah, it looks great. It really, really does look great, and I'm very, very excited to be, or at least to get to try it and play it. Um, another really awesome game that's also for pre-order that I think will be very much exciting, this one's coming up super soon, um, is Vandals. This is a um, kind of like a Go game, if you played any of those. So like the Hitman Go, Lorecraft Go, uh Kind of like that, but it's a sneak and paint uh, puzzle game where your main goal is to make art out of basically graffiti around cities and not get caught by the cops. But what's cool about this is, and I've never seen a game do this before, or at least not in this way, is whenever you're actually making your graffiti or your vandalism, um, you can actually draw, and what it allows you to do is... You can draw, and whatever you draw, you, you can send to your friends, and it also shows up still in game, which is super awesome. So let's say, for example, I'm going to be, uh, I make it through a level, and then I draw on this wall. Um, I draw, let's say, the Rotecki, the, the name the Rotecki, right? When you get out of that drawing, it still shows the Rotecki on the wall. So then whenever um, it says, okay, you want to share it with a friend, you can share it with a friend, and... You can complete throughout the level, and, and will still sh show the real techie there as of the art. And you can get past the cop and beat that. And then whenever I go into another level, and it's like, okay, now i got a um, graffiti on this wall. So then I'll put, let's say, I'll just draw a Big Apple logo. That logo will stay there throughout that level. So it's really cool. It, it makes it almost like you're decorating the game also while also completing it and not getting caught has a really good style. I would say the closest thing that matches with this is like a Go game, but like a Go game like the um, Hitman Go or whatever, kind of like that. Um, what would be interesting is since it does have an iPad app as well, I wonder if you you can use the Apple Pencil. Now, I'm, I, I'm having a feeling that you won't be able to, but since the pencil does act like a finger, um, I'm sure you could probably get away with that, but the, that would be a feature that I think should be added because that would be really cool because I that I know of I don't think there's a game that takes advantage of the Apple Pencil yet at least not one that I've seen so that that would be interesting I don't I don't know um, if the developers have added that I haven't seen anything or heard or anything but though if they have that would be get really big actually I would love to see that um, it has um, 60 puzzles that you can solve. I can tell you this, if I get the game, I probably won't make it past 10, but that's just because I suck at puzzle games. Um, but, but yeah, um, it has some awesome like cities to check out. Now, the interesting thing is it does have achievements, which is something I haven't really touched on the, this podcast yet is Game Center. I'll probably do an entire episode about this and discuss with others. But though... Game Center's basically been abandoned. It's more of a login. It's kind of like a Facebook to games where you just it just logs in and keeps your stuff, right? 
Um, this game actually have achievements, and um, I, I would assume like some sort of leaderboard type thing, which is cool. You don't see many games. I I don't remember a, a time where, or at least not recently, that there's been a game with achievements. They kind of left those abandoned now. And it's cool that they added it. I still love that because it still makes it look like, you know, I'm still completing something. But um, I feel like the big thing is Game Center. They got to add that back. That social network thing was amazing. I love getting more points. That was my favorite thing, earning points from achievements and all that and adding friends and seeing what they're doing. But, I mean, what can you say? Time changes. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of it for um, Vandals. You can check it out on the iOS App Store. It will be available April 12th, 2018, so very, very soon. I believe that's a Wednesday, this coming Wednesday or whenever. Um, I don't have the calendar up. But yeah, for $3.99, I don't think it's going to be such a bad game. And if you love puzzle games or just like puzzle games, this will definitely be one to check out. Um, for some uh, news, as of for just mobile gaming and gaming in general... Uh, I'll touch lightly on this, but though um, Fortnite is the top grossing app on the App Store right now, actually, which that means it's ahead of Netflix, YouTube, all of those, Candy Crush, um, which is big time, big time, even e even surpasses PUBG actually too, and uh, and Fortnite was in uh, an invite only for a period of time, but in just seven days. Fortnite has made over $6.4 million. Yes, $6.4 million. That is a lot of money. Um, and if you don't know anything really about Fortnite, uh, I'll touch a little bit on this as well. When you pay for V-Bucks, it's a currency, kind of just like coins or gems or whatever in other games. This game, or Fortnite at least, does it where you pay for V-Bucks, which is a currency... And then you pay for skins to make your character look different, um, for gliders, which when you jump out the bus, that's kind of like your parachute kind of, um, for that, or different emotes where you can share basically what you've bought, um, or you, dances, dances is a big one. Um, and the minimum amount that you can purchase is $10, um, and that's for I think 1,000 V-Bucks. Um, so if you're putting this in a perspective, I mean, I, I see why they're making the 6.4 million in just seven days. It makes sense. And if PUBG is, um, I believe third place on free games right now. Yeah. Uh, number three on, um, free games. I can't imagine that they're not making, um, cause they, they have about the same model that Fortnite does. <clears throat> where it's more visual than actually helps you play the game. Could only imagine PUBG is getting close up there, but we haven't actually learned anything about what they've been making yet. <clears throat> but I mean, that's that's massive. That really is massive, and it's um, I I could see some mobile, not some mobile games, uh, some console or PC games coming out pretty soon. I I, I don't see why not. Um, if Fortnite's making that kind, and if it's easy enough especially if it's like in the epic games or unity engine i don't see why they're not already bringing it over to ios <clears throat> at all um so yeah that's just some news that i thought i would touch on
Okay, so I know last episode uh, I said I would talk a bit more about the 2017, not 2017, I'm still in last year, guys, uh, 2018 iPad, and um, I have got a chance to play with it more and use it, and I will say this is probably one of my favorite Apple products um, I've gotten in a while, um, just surely because of how much it does and have and at what such a good cost it did. Because a lot of things, like for an example, I bought, I got an Apple TV. While that was good, I don't think that some of the games and stuff it had was really worth the money. Because uh, like they have games on there and stuff, but it's not anything that's groundbreaking. I can just play them on my phone. Um, it's kind of the same with Apple Watch. I bought the original one for, I think I believe 400, and. I've gotten a lot out of it. I still have it too, but I think out of the most worth the money out of most worth money and gave me the most um, for what I paid for it would definitely be this iPad. Um, I, I'm mainly just gonna be talking about games on here um, that I've played and experienced. Um, I'll start with Fortnite. This isn't a really great one to point out for this iPad. Um, or really anything in general. If you're doing a, any kind of benchmark off of it, it's terrible to do. Because um, it's not optimized very well at all. Um, PUBG is worlds more optimized than Fortnite is. Fortnite, I would say, it in a nutshell of performance-wise, is complete trash. It is. It's complete trash. Um, there's bugs everywhere. But we won't get into the bugs. I'll, I'll mainly just get into the performance of it. It plays good, but though it lags and stutters like crazy. Um, it's been the recent update that did that. The, the update before that that I actually played on this iPad didn't have that issue. Uh, they're just not doing something right, I guess. Um, but as of actually gameplay, it works good. And it's a lot of issues that they've had with it. For an example, um, like the game plays well, or at least plays to a good amount um the controls are still bad um and also the ui doesn't even um fit the ipad correctly i mean some things are cluttered together some parts are you can't even tap on the backpack for an example if you want to access your inventory you can't um you have to tap the very edge like literally it's like one pixel you can you can tap on to open your backpack and it's just bad there's tons of bugs and stuff too but um it play overall it plays good for this ipad um compared to the other devices that plays on it plays just fine though i would assume within the coming updates it will play amazingly because uh, this ipad has 50 percent um better gpu than the a9 did in the 2017 ipad so I, I could only assume this one would play much better. Um, I also did try Rome Total War on this iPad. I, I didn't play too much, but though it is significantly um, better to play, uh, it performs just well. I mean, I, I've been working with Pharrell Interactive for many of the games that I've reviewed and things uh, on, on the website, and uh, I, di I did get a review copy from them I believe we last year when it came out or the year before that I, I can't remember i think it was last year um 
and it it played okay on some of the i tried it on the ipad air it played okay that was like the minimum it could play on um and then i played on a pro it played it played pretty good um but then i played it on this and it is just a, it, it screams powerful um it does it's completely smooth i from what it looks like it looks like 60 fps completely smooth nothing wrong with it the battles are perfect i don't see anything wrong with them um so having the a10 uh chip in this ipad i haven't noticed anything wrong i i would say rome total war is probably the most uh gpu and cpu intensive app that i've tried on this uh fortnite is kind of mixed in a way um i think it's more towards gpu but don't quote me on that because i'm not entirely sure because when they put put it over to mobile i think it is more cpu um but yeah same goes with minecraft like i've i've tried it on other ipads uh, and iphones and it plays perfectly actually uh there are a few things that it lags just a little bit but though um it's it's almost kind of sad minecraft plays better than my imac so it, it puts it into perspective like that but yeah overall it looks good it plays good you can do the add-ons if you care about that basically allows you to add on you know custom skins or custom whatever um plays good overall though uh, i believe it's almost a straight 60 fps as well so if, if they would have added the um Ah, oh, man, what is that called? The new screen that they put on the 10.5-inch iPad. I can't remember. But, though, um, that, if they would have put it on this iPad, I think would have made it just perfect in all ways. Um, but, yeah, I should also mention uh, those few games that I did play. I did play some other ones like uh, Asphalt Extreme, Real Racing 3, just some racing games in general. Uh, and Oceanhorn, Oceanhorn, I mean, that played well on my iPad Air, and even on, I think, my iPhone 4, so, yeah, it plays just wonderfully on this iPad. Um, besides that, though, I know a, a big question was uh, the air gap. Now, I had, uh, this was the thing that I was scared about before getting this iPad was the air gap, because I have an Air, which has the air gap as well. And, and I hated the air gap in there. Um, I really did. It was... It, it, it felt like when you tapped on it, you weren't tapping... It, it, it felt almost kind of like plastic that you were tapping and it kind of went down a little bit. Um, this iPad, though, it has the same air gap, but I did get space gray, so it's kind of harder to see that air gap just a little bit. It's kind of more of a uh, visual thing. Um... But though I, I compared them both to my Air and this, the 2018 iPad, and this iPad seems like it has a much stronger glass um, because it, it doesn't give anything. It does not give at all. Even whenever I'm writing with the pencil, there is no give to this glass. It is that good. So um, I would say you really don't notice the air gap. Um, the only time you do notice it is when you're straight in the sunlight, you'll see it, and the reflectiveness, it reflects a lot, I'll say that, but the, if you're indoors most of the time, or um, at least in a shaded area, don't worry um, at all. Another another thing is the speakers, how there's only two on one side. 
it's they're they're not bad. This, the speakers are actually pretty loud. Um, not as loud as I would have hoped them to be, but they are very loud. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, for battery life, it's about the ten hours they say. I mean, uh, every iPad I've owned there, even my iPad Mini that I I used to have, the first generation, it had great battery life forever, even while playing games. Same goes as this. Um, it gets about, I would say, while gaming, just under four hours, depending on what I'm playing. Um, when I'm playing Fortnite, it it drains the battery significantly. That's just because it's not optimized at all. But though, for example, if I'm doing something like Pillars of uh, of Earth, which is a more simpler game, I can get four plus hours on that. Um, there was even times where like I was playing for 20 minutes and it didn't drop down from 100%. So it's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm telling you, it's crazy. I don't see the reason why you would want to get a Switch when, I mean, we could talk about this forever, but um, why you would get a Switch than this. The battery life on this is amazing. Um, especially with racing games, with games that aren't as... I, I've noticed the ones that are, aren't as GPU intensive um, or even CPU intensive, you could play for hours on end. Um, but... Yeah, that's kind of it for this iPad. Uh, everything else is great. Worth the price. I did get the 128. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode. But, um, yeah, I've I've had plenty of space. It's ran like a charm. In fact, it, rans, it runs so fast at points. I'm like, whoa, wait, hold up. I'm still trying to, you know, keep up. I did notice, though, the finger um, ID, that touch ID. I don't know why I said finger ID. That's weird. Um, Touch ID, <clears throat> it's almost as fast as my iPhone 7 one, though I do notice the delay that people are talking about. It is just ever so slightly. Sometimes it doesn't always register my fingerprint. Um, but besides that, I mean, it works 99% of the time. Um, so I don't see a, a reason wrong with that. And the display, like I said, is great. I, I can't see the pixels even if I stared super close up to it. Retina display for the win. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. I still haven't got to play too many games, but the games I have played look great. Um, I can touch on PUBG Mobile if you'd like. It, it looks and plays good as well. So overall, this iPad, if you're really looking for, towards something to um, buy and you're looking to get a new iPad, go ahead. If you have a Pro, though... Uh, even the 2016 Pros, um, keep keep that for now, because um, that wouldn't be too much of an upgrade to this. You would you would be losing some features. Um, the the better display on that, the speakers, and different storage options. Um, but yeah, and if you're getting this iPad, don't get the 32 gigabytes. Um, it makes no sense unless you're upgrading iPads like crazy and you're only wanting to download a few games. Because games now, um, at least that I've been seeing, I mean, there are 2 gigabytes going to 4. I've even seen some games go close to 6 gigabytes, so uh, you would really have no space. So go ahead and go for the 128. I would assume um, for the months to come or even closer to next year, like they did with the 2017 iPad, I believe... They changed the storage options on that to where it's not had that massive gap. Uh, but I think for now, the 32 um, 
versus 128. Just just get the 128. Uh, you'll have plenty of space left over and not have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, that's basically been my experience with the new iPad 2018 6th generation iPad. Uh, it's been great overall. Have seen any issues. Um, this thing does take a while to charge, though. Very, very long time. I've, I've, it, it has to sit on the charger for a while. But besides that, it, you know, it, it's great, and I definitely, definitely recommend it. Ten out of ten, or five out of five stars for me. Um, but anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to um, this week's podcast episode two. Again, if you did enjoy it, make sure you go check out the notes or anything that has interest you. Uh, today, you can check it out at therealtechie.com forward slash EP2. Uh, you can also check us out on Patreon. You can support us as little as $1 a month, which goes a long way. You get special things like early access to videos, articles, or everything in between. Even like our podcast, you get an early podcast a couple days early. Uh, also, you can check out, check out our website, therealtechie.com. Anything and everything Apple Gaming is there. News, reviews, uh, audio and visual. Well, audio and, yeah, visual. <laughs> um, we're also on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, basically anything The Real Techie. Um, and make sure you can rate the podcast on iTunes. Uh, rating would be very much appreciated, especially since this podcast is new. Getting the word out would mean the world. Anyways, you've listened to The Real Techie Podcast, and I will be back next Sunday.